Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Six or seven years ago, I forget, we started a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It was a stupid idea. We never should have done it. Now we do it until we die. They cannot stop us. Venues come and go. COVID variants appear and disappear as ether into the wind. And yet we are still here, it seems. And so are you. And who is the matter? I do not know. Are we ready to play some Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> It doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend! A fucking dragon friend! It has been some manner of days since the dragon friends stood face to face with their greatest and oldest enemy, the vampire Count Strahd von Zarovich. How long it has been is tricky to say since you have been flung backwards and forwards in time, traveling always between the scene of that showdown and 1,000 years earlier to the heyday of old high Netheril on the eve of that despicable empire's greatest folly. Twice now, the dragon friends have been thrown back into this age of wonder. Twice you have broken bread with the Netherese archmage Carsus, who the sages say will bring doom to the world. Twice you have been flung back into futures where you have discovered the results of your meddling. The third time will be the charm, the nausea of chronomatic dysfunction is all consuming and then passes by in a rush. The world spins, stops, and Filge the half-orc, Bobby Pancakes the halfling rogue, Baston the handsome man. Your eyes all open with a new friend, Lion Shield Banknote, Hing's Hello. second character who he has brought along for the ride. Hello. You find yourselves in a laboratory, the lodestone that brought you here now pristine and newly carved. The doors are closed, the stage is set. And unconscious before you, though already stirring, is the figure of a small gnome, the arcanist Marceline Val, who is already beginning to stir. Uh, point of order, Dave. Yeah. Uh, you went through all the characters. And I could, yeah, I could feel that I'd forgotten someone. Yeah, you forgot Frieza, but is Frieza not there? Frieza's or? there. Frieza's okay, there. Okay, okay. Um, cool. How did that make you feel? Um... Gosh, erased, I guess. Um, it's just upsetting. It's, it's a funny to... thing because I went through and I was counting in my head and I was like, that's not all of them. But then, and I surprised myself at this moment, I discovered I didn't care that much. <laughs> Dave, if you want to start our first show back on this antagonistic note, that's fine. But Splat! Just... And the figure of the possibly human, high, um, possibly high elf, probably now human warlock who has suffered so much and travelled so far and pissed himself in time travel, let's not forget, he has also pissed himself on the floor, is the figure of Friezo Friesofferson, played by Michael Hang. Hello. Uh, 
and Val's eyes snap open and she looks at you and looks at the lodestone and goes, holy freaking dooly, it works! No, who are you? No, don't tell me who you are because I'm going to figure it out. I'm very, very smart. First of all, obviously you're from the future because it works because I'm very, very clever, but where from is the future? I'm going to say the ninth age of Nesseru. Oh, oh. Hey, we've done this a couple of times, so I'm just going to speed you through it for the um, to catch you up on what we've been doing. Uh, we've been travelling back and forth through time. This is like the six millionth time we've been here. You need to go invent us some medicine that we'll take as a powder <laughs> to stop our time sickness. That's very important. And then I have this um, spear that's actually a key to a spaceship and you need to take us there. I need you to make for me a persuasion check because that uh, is that is a lot. She doesn't need he doesn't need to persuade him for the time sickness because she can already see that he's pissed himself. <laughs> and she's a woman of science. Did you when, when you say the key? Do you mean the claw of Chiron? The, 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 I've got two of them, so I could I could dual I, I could dual wield the ships if you need. Hey, fuck! Does that does that wait? Does that work in this timeline? I don't. I guess so. Of I course it would. <laughs> That wasn't intended to work, but he does have two of them. I guess I can hotwire a car in no, this. No, I'm going to give you advantage because that's okay. proof. Uh, that my highest one is 19. Ooh. And she's got some ice in her mouth. <laughs> First time doing a live show in a while, Ben. <laughs> so she, she chews that ice and then says, Is that, is that the key to, to Chiron's ship? The very same. Two yeah. of them? Yes. How did you come by not one but two? We've been uh, back and forth in time twice. He's stolen it both times. I, I guess I did. And I guess, reflecting on that, maybe I didn't need to steal it the second time. <laughs> but also, it's kind of fun to have two. All right. You know? The figure... Make for me an insight check, because the figure of Val is backing towards her desk away from you. Ooh, insight's pretty oh. good. You can all make an insight check if you want. Ooh. That's a, a, a maths 20. Oh, a maths oh. 20. Maths 20. Ma- a ma- 12. All right, a maths 20 is I have a mathematical 15, yeah. And I have a mathematical 3. Okay, we're not calling... <laughs> <laughs> it's only maths if it's a 20. That's oh, the only okay. one we're going to do. So... Frieza, you realise as she nods and smiles at you that she's backing away at her desk and you look and you can see that there is a panic button or some kind of button recessed on the back of the desk. Ooh, okay. In that case... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No one else can intervene here because only Frieza... Not on oh. a 15? Not on a 15. Okay, then. I... <laughs> Don't. No, it can't kill her because she needs to give us the medicine! Yeah. Okay, Good. I've listened back to the podcast. Are you, sa- are you saying this out loud? <laughs> she's backing up. She's backing up. She's about to touch the button. Uh, okay. wait, 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 wait! Don't press the panic button. I have something you might want. Oh, he says, checking his inventory. That's that is frozen her, but only for a second. Would you like a claw of Chiron? <laughs> I've got a spare, and I'll give you one if you don't press the panic button. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is a key to the king's ship. Do yeah. You know? And not only that, it is proof that your invention works two times over. No, that would require two claws of Chiron. You're going to give two claws? No, no. But like to see. No, uh, I see what you together. mean. This could actually prove those little doubting Thomases. Is that my mission? Because this is. 
uncopyable. You cannot copy the code. You got you go down to Mr. Minute and just say cut me this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They don't have the machine that could do it. They don't. So but blue. this is proof. <laughs> and blue powder you say you need some kind of blue powder? Ah, uh, I didn't say I didn't say it was blue, but I guess you kind of know where we're headed with this, all right? Yes, there um, is a certain line of thinking that I abandoned long ago. We are we've traveled from the future, so we're afflicted with a thing called Time sickness. Yes, I sure. The, I, I saw the piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I pissed myself. Um, it's the time, the horrible time sickness. And uh, yes, yeah, so we need this. We, we need your blue medicine. But more than that, we know that in your brain, you have the power to create something to send us back. The elastic band that links us to the time we emerge from can be released to send us back. And I need you to put on your thinking cap. And the elastic band theory was m- mocked was by my. Was it? Su- <laughs> Is that you? What are you? Are you waking off a it's ghost? It's what are you? <laughs> this horny ghost will tell you unequivocally. No, it's the claw of Chiron is the proof that this. So the elastic can be done. band theory. There's something else we know about you. Yeah. You are beautiful, confident woman. You you walk into a room, you think, am I the smartest person in the room? No, can't be. Yes, you are. You have a whole life full of your dreams to fulfill. You are... You can pull off bold colours. We know this about you. So you've met me before. Yes. What what happened? Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh. There are timelines where your beauty and success echoes. But we can't talk about it right now. We're very busy. <laughs> Luckily for you, a spark, ever since you mentioned rubber band theory, a spark has lit up in the junior arcanist's eyes and she has begun scribbling almost automatically on a notepad as she continues to work. She seems consumed by it at her desk and so you have the run of the room. If It'd be want. funny if she was just drawing that, that guy from the Big Lebowski with the dick. <laughs> Would it be funny, Ben? Not, not, not funny enough to stop the podcast for <laughs> You know what is funny though? Drawn on Ben's page are two parts of faces. One is a little man with a moustache with his mouth shut. No, the the other one is a man with a curly moustache and a little kissy that's, face. That's Frizo and Baston. Oh. Those are your notes. It was a study in chins. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the, the, these are my notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> these are your notes. Yeah, I've written Val, Carsus, Itheria, and then there's a dot point with nothing next to it. And then I drew Frizo's chin, which I think... I think you'll agree is a pretty good likeness. Ben, I would understand when you get burnout. She's nodding! She's nodding! I just feel like I would understand when you get burnout when we do these month in and month out, but this is the first one back. First ten minutes. Also, I would say it's incredible to do a joke and then declare it wasn't funny enough to stop the podcast and then keep it going for another two minutes. (laughs) Hing. That's a dragon friend's way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's gone back to his ice. So, you uh, have the... Dragon huddle? Is dragon it time? Huddle? You actually yes. can have a dragon huddle. Yeah, she's busy doing the Lebowski dick. <laughs> All right, she's drawing a dick. We've got some time. Uh, man. Or doing science. Whatever. What are we going to do not to screw this up again? I mean, last time we came here, we screwed it up. What happened? 
Is that Alex asking? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it would be a nice opportunity for people coming to the podcast to squeeze a bit of exposition in. Mm-hmm. And nice. also for Dave to say it really succinctly. Filch goes on to tell you a story that, of course, you all remember because you have done this fucking podcast with me for a year, mm. but this is your third time back to old High Netheril the first time. Of course, you killed an old man who you believed was Strahd, but you discovered it was his father, thereby unlocking his fury so that it was directed towards you for a thousand years. You went back in time, this time determined to do it right. You killed Strahd again when he was but a mortal man before he became the vampire count and abomination that he is. However, you returned and discovered that in his absence, a power vacuum was filled by Cassus and the world was worse off again. This is your third time and third chance to get things right. Did I get that to right, Alex? To get things right. Wow. Great so, explanation, Phil. Hear what me thinking. I mean, we kill... Both times we either kill Strahd or we make Strahd so mad he turn into really big, mean vampire in future. Remember last time me said, oh, maybe we make friends with Strahd? We know Cass is a monster. Okay. What if we team up? With Strahd. To kill Cassus? Exactly. Okay. I'm new to this time travel thing. I wasn't here the other two times, but I'm in. (laughs) Wow, you are a quick study. Thank you. (laughs) What do you think? I mean, maybe we got two monsters here, Cassus and Strahd, but we could, you know, kill the other one this time and maybe, you know, tame the other one. I, I think we have to come to terms with the fact that there's no possible way we can fix this. So... That's growth. <laughs> what? That's growth. That's Dragon Friends growth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought Ben said, that's gross. That's what I heard <laughs> as well. Yeah. I also heard gross, yes. Yeah. yeah. But we have to do something, so instead of trying to fix it, let's just do what we think is best. And whatever happens, happens. And we'll just deal with that then as well. Why well, we can't fix this? That's stupid. We just fixed that the wrong way the other two times. Well, it's just, I mean, it's me just, took more than three times to learn how to tie shoelaces. It's just not going to go back to the way it was ever. There's no possible timeline where everything... Because we shouldn't exist now. And but so... But, 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 but... Oh, no, I, I don't know that. Never mind. Excuse me. <laughs> what, does your other character know it and they could say it? Frizo steps forward. <laughs> How you uh? How you going? Let me just check in for a second. How you going? Uh, hotboxing two characters at once. It's good. I'm gonna have to hire one of those bots from Russia to play um, to play Frizo for a bit, but that's fine. Uh, Frizo steps forward and says, "I've forgotten what I was gonna say in all of that." <laughs> Very good. <laughs> look, look, even if we could return to our own time. In retrospect, it was pretty fucked. That's what I was going to say. You know, in our own time, we well, don't try it. I said it. So don't no, come on. I was thinking about it. That's a topic because Dave distracted me. It was my me. poignant moment. What? 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 Who's, who's Dave? Yeah, who Dave? Yeah, who is Dave? Okay, good. <laughs> well, then we're agreed. Right. We have to do something. Let's go to the ship. All right. Uh, 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 what ship? Look, we would like to go to Chiron's ship. Can you... Uh, to... Or 
Yeah, could you take us there, please? And, All right. And yes. Val's lost in her notes, and she's like, "Of course, it could work. I could just get." And then she lists some compounds that I that I can't. No, no. What are improvise. they? No, yeah, no. You should okay, probably say great, what they are. Fucking great. There's probably it's, six uh, of them, I think, Ben. Sure. I, I, Name what, six compounds. What I would need to do is is grind. He's just gonna say come six times, guys. We're <laughs> running out of time. I might not even say it once, and oh, that well, is I'd like to see you try. The, the, the ground down wings of the Highland butterfly. That's nice. That's world buildy. Captured dew of a morning frost on a on a on a on a baby. Val's not a poet, mate. That's two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, simple calcium, of course. <laughs> uh, it's tea. The secret ingredient is tea. Yeah. Uh, then ma- magicanium. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, real uh, James Cameron special easy. there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, we'd need the sparkly rocks <laughs> that you find. And the secret ingredient is... <laughs> Come, it's coming. <laughs> That's all we got time for tonight. Now that's gross. That's <laughs> <laughs> But also gross. Uh gross. Where were we? Listen, she goes on to say, I cannot tell you if you need me to make this compound, it will take time. I have things to procure. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> however <laughs> if you, it's if, just that Baston's a virgin, so it's probably got heat stored up. <laughs> if you need access to the flag, Carcass's flagship, the flagship of the Ardent Flight, it's docked on his personal uh, launch pad. <laughs> That's not the word. That's not the word. It's a fan. She says a fantasy word. Launch pad McQuack. <laughs> Uh, which is just up this elevator, uh, elevator shaft to these giant brass towers that you can see through. And she points, uh, draws you out a little map, actually, on her, from her little notepad, tears it off, and gives it to you, Baston. Quick dragon huddle. Yes. A second dragon huddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could leave her and we're going to come back here anyway if the plan is to kill Carcass. So if we get her to make the thing... No, because... I think we'll get sick before then. Oh, right, okay. So yeah. we need to bring it with us. And yeah. it'll send us, we'll take this stuff and it'll send us to the future mm-hmm. and then we'll be in the future again. Right? There's sickness medicine and there's time travel Yeah, there's, there's two medicines. There's sickness medicine and there's time travel medicine. The, the sickness medicine has completely different ingredients. <laughs> 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 but I will need time to make some. I can't make these on the hoof. Well, you don't have a little mobile lab set up? No, I don't have a little mobile lab set up. Are you, your pockets full of different disgusting ingredients? She, 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 she scrambles inside her desk and she pulls out a little twist of the powders you recognise that she gave you another mm. in another lifetime, in another timeline, to protect you, to offset the sleeping sickness. But remember, this is only... Time sickness. Time sickness, but this is only a stopgap. This will mm-hmm. let you survive a couple more days in this timeline. She's going to need time to make you... The product. All right, the elastic band denarium is what it's. It's not. It's not called. (laughs) Well, I think let's uh, let's rack up, shall we? Let's do it. It's party time. 
Uh, so Dave, uh, the Dragon Friends uh, just rack up, I guess, what one line? Or we'll, we'll, we'll go half a line each first. We'll see how we're feeling, mm. and then we'll probably mm. do. You're, you're not sick yet. You're just at the moment. You are just recreationally taking medicine. <laughs> oh well, well, no, we'll keep the little vials then, Dave. Uh, no point wasting it all, all, all already. All right, I great. Just rub a bit on my teeth. Anyway, you can all uh, write on your <laughs> on your character sheets that you have a vial of grey powder. You don't have the twist of blue. Okay. okay. So what's the plan? Take Val with us. Take the ship. Go we, to find Strahd. I think we don't need Val because she needs to stay here and work on the, the, the time pill to take us back the to the elastic future. band. But we're going to have to come all the way back here. We might not be. How are we going to get back but here? Our we'll plan have a spaceship. Let's back go. Here. Our plan is to come back and. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. What? He's going to jerk off a ghost. Let's. um. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like Frizo is already just racing down the corridor. Let's do it. Yeah, he's, right. he's holding the, his one remaining claw of Carsis. Claw of Chiron, mm. and uh, heading towards uh, Launchpad McQuack. Okay, so as you head off towards Launchpad McQuack with the other dragon friends in your wake, uh, you stop for a second and have pity on the slightly bewildered junior artificer from the Academy of Approved Magics, Lion Shield Banknote, who presumably is going through a minor episode, having been transported for the first time in his natural life into the past 1,000 years ago. I, 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 I studied chronomancy in the other future, so I actually understand this theoretically. I'm doing fine. <laughs> no, no philosophical issues there. He's doing fine, everybody. <laughs> Wonderful. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. As you make your way to the elevators, and you, you can head on up if you want to the launch pad. Yep. Alright, everyone on board with this idea? Yep. Oh, too late now. Let's go. Bing! Okay, before you can I ask, so you're you're all on the elevator? Mm-hmm. Who's Let's leading generally? Who's leading the group? I think it was Frieza. Frieza. Okay, yep. Frieza, can you make a perception check for me? Can I? Uh, perception is uh, plus zero, so that's not good. 18. Okay, great. Uh, so you're heading your way, heading the way, racing, but trying to keep an eye on things. You make your way up the elevator, and soon it arrives at the top. Oh, a beautiful promenade, and you can look and again see the beautiful horizon. Islandar is, of course, a floating citadel in the sky that flies above the forgotten realms of Faerun. The sun bask is breaking brilliantly off the bay. You can see the Balanox in all their majesty, and little ships dart left and right in the sky, looking for all the world like birds, but each one of them a technomantic marvel to behold. And pride of this fleet is sitting before you docked on the launch pad. It is, of course, the personal flagship of Cassis, as piloted by his personal Skymaster, Chiron, Grand Admiral of the Ardent Flight, who you know, because you have been to this timeline before, is already heading downstairs for a dinner that cannot be missed. And it looks like the ship is open and empty and awaiting boarding. Humming slightly in the launch pad, there is a ramp that descends down from it, leading into the darkness of the ship. You can see in the distance on the launch pad, there are several figures working at other craft, but there is no one near you, Frizo, as you sneak onto the launch pad. 
Let's go. Uh, yeah, I go. I head for the um, the, the 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 ramp. Make for me a stealth check. Ooh, a stealth is all right actually. Um, ooh, but the roll was not good. <laughs> I asked behind the curtain there, Dave. If Hing had done a better perception roll, would he have noticed Tom's pervert in the lift? <laughs> 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 oh, we did forget about your garden variety sewer pervert. Yeah, and he's not dead this time. <laughs> yeah. It's a glass lift. May I be so bold as to say that? <laughs> <laughs> well, so as we go, we just see a man in a sewer wanking, and we're like, what the fuck is that? No, you don't You don't see, because you didn't roll well enough. So it means <laughs> what, that... 18? 18 wasn't good enough. When you go a thousand years into the future, you will get to see a society in which Trevor the sewer pervert survived and thrived. Yes! <laughs> Next yep. season's Big Bad. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a six. A total. six. Okay, Frizo, you make your way up the ramp, and as you do, one of the panels gives a click with the others following behind you. There's a loud click, and you suddenly hear a figure from inside the ship call out. What does he sound like? What does... What does Valentine sound like? Mm. It's it's you when you kind of it's a guard. Imagine that there's two guards. What's his shtick? His shtick is that that the engines are at sixty two capacity and he's very upset about it. Oi, you lot! What are you doing here? Well, it wasn't that. <laughs> no, I do a different. I, I, yeah, depending on the time of day, I'm doing a new thing that my therapist told me to do, which is do a different voice for every hour. It's your therapist or Valentine's therapist? Valentine's therapist. <laughs> so, to, you know, if you met They did me, come earlier. They did come earlier. Yeah, if you met me three hours from now, I'd probably sound like something completely different. But as it stands, you can't be here! Hello, friend. How, no! How are you today? Oh, I'm bloody what? It's a blessed morning, isn't it? It's... Look around you. All right. What a majestic world. You have to roll something! <laughs> you can't just do that. I'm still doing my gambit. It was a gambit. We were just playing it out. Oh, yeah. That's a nine upside down. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, can I, I want to try and deceive Valentine, if that's all right. Well, yeah. let's just let's see where this plays yeah, out. Look. Great day for a ride, huh? Yeah. Come on, let's go. What? Let's just take her out for a spin. No one will know. It'll just be our little secret. We packed a picnic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got one of those red balloon vouchers uh, to go on a trip on a big old spaceship. And uh, here we are. We're cashing in our voucher. Yeah. Well, I think I would have heard about that. Oh, would if you? If you'd heard about it, wouldn't you have been invited to the big state dinner? Oh. That's good enough for advantage. You rolled a nine, but let's let let's let Phil's roll the advantage here. You're rolling. This is Persuasion. a deception check deception. because, believe it or not, you do not have a voucher for red balloon. <laughs> <laughs> red bubble. That's a uh, what's the good twenty called? That's a uh, a critical twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years. <laughs> what is the opposite of a maths twenty? <laughs> A natural 20 There you go. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah, no, you're the red bubble people and uh, you're... you're uh, you kept in the loop, right? I mean, 
You're pretty important guy. No, yeah, no, of course. Uh, the only hitch is uh, we obviously can't operate the ship without uh, Skymaster's car. So that's uh, why he gave know. us the uh, sky claw. Oh yeah, we got the uh, the key right here, and he uh, uh, Frizo hits a little button on it, and the thing goes beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> a giant magical halberd erupts from its collapsible. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I, I mean. There's only one of them. Can't go down to bloody... Can't yeah, go can't down go to bloody to Mr. Minute. Oh, I know. <laughs> Believe me, as soon as I got this, I tried to take it to Mr. Minute. He was like, oh, I can't cut this. Can't and we're like, well, while I'm here, can I get a watch fixed or some shoes fixed? And he was like, sure, we do that. And, and that's weird, like, isn't it? Isn't it strange? That they do both things. The key cut is very different thing. It's a different skill set, it's isn't it? completely oh, different God. skill set. Different tools. Different, different training. And yet somehow everyone you go to, it does keys, it does watches and boots. You know what? Who you? Sometimes wonder if you know some people just get into the key game and resent having to do the boots. Oh god. Dave, uh, yeah. Dave, can can Frieza be having this conversation yeah, on the on the deck? Yeah. And and it's just slowly rising up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So Valentine off. and Frieza are having a passionate conversation, allowing Banknote, Baston, Bobby, and Filge to take the claw up to the sky throne on the ship where they plug it in, and one of you can now pilot is the Valentine ship. Is Valentine on the ship? Valentine is on the ramp as well with Frieza. Yeah, we, we begin as it begins to yeah. close, we like scamper up and go. We'll continue this later. Yeah, no, that was uh, uh, fun riff though. Yeah, fun riff. As is he with us? Is he coming in As the ship begins to take off, is, who's piloting? Who's sitting on the sky throne? Uh, what, what, um, what attribute is good for piloting, Dave? I think that if you're asking who would be probably banknote would Bank be note? Filge, did you say? Filge maybe? Well, I've, I've, I've Filge has got a pilot's the captain license. of the Heart of Glass. You were, yes, 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 you were, but it's a, it's a slightly different skill. So if you want to use the sky throne, why don't you make Banknote if you're happy? Okay, sure, sure. Banknote what? can make a arcana check if you want. <laughs> and while he's doing that, I say um, to Valentine, now I believe there was a teppanyaki dinner involved in this voucher. <laughs> oh, well, because of, the, because of the banquet, we, we, we gave the chef... No, that's not. I'm sorry. I'm gonna to have to stop you there. Oh no! He's as working. much as I hate this riff, I know for a fact that the slug who works in the teppanyaki restaurant in the base of sluggy the ship, beer. sluggy beer, <laughs> is working tonight because you made him do that in a previous game. That's and true. I, oh, as much as that upsets me, it would truly upset me if we fucked up the continuity of this night. You are. <laughs> You've got this. You, you, you guys are in for a treat if you're going for the sluggy beer salt free experience. <laughs> that made me laugh so much I broke my glass. <laughs> I, I did forget about the sluggy beer salt free experience. That's right, yeah. Oh, yes, well. Uh, they say all the, other ta- all the other senses are stronger because of the lack of salt. That, that's absolutely right. You're going you're gonna to fucking um, umami yourself mm. to death. <laughs> All right, now banknote. Uh, banknote rolled a sixteen plus two is eighteen. All right, so banknote is able to work out what he's doing, and soon his eyes glow white and he stops responding. But the ship begins to fly up into the air. Mm-hmm. Sigils flash on the boards uh, in front of you, arcane glyphs and runes all illuminated in sinister red as you can see and you start to recognise now that the ether fueling the ship is at critically low levels. Oh, uh, okay, so Enough to fly, perhaps not enough to return if you go on a long ship, a okay, long journey. So, uh, Banknote is going to like open, I guess, spaceship ways or Google Maps or whatever. 
and type in like Strahd's Cave, I guess. Well, we want to fly low over the Balanox. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Low over the Balanox. I think the hope is, as last time, they will come to us. Ah. Okay. So low over the Balanox it is. So Bobby walks over sorry, to the Valentine goes, I'm sorry, what? Uh, what? Are you still on the ship? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Valentine yeah. is at the moment giving a tour to a lucky contest winner of a three-hatted teppanyaki restaurant. So I'm with Phil. Yeah, unfortunately. So yeah, so 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 I guess Banknote and Bobby are in the are in the are in the bridge, yeah. flying low of the Balanox. Uh, meanwhile, at the teppanyaki restaurant, Dave. I didn't think I could get too much umami, but I think this might be too much. Konomiyaki is something missing, and yet there's something so much more. <laughs> uh, and uh, Freeze is like, I like that they threw an egg at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we had enough of that. Sluggy beer is furious. We have not had enough of this. <laughs> Sluggy beer has never been insulted like this in her own salt-free experience restaurant, not least of all by people who haven't paid. And she says, you red bubble scum! She gets really angry. Okay. And, and Valentine's like, oh, well, they're sluggy. Uh, she's got a drinking problem. Um, <laughs> and Filch um, picks up her uh, javelin. Fuck! <laughs> not, okay, yeah. And just, ho- just holds it gently and says, I know you have cheap, cheap menu for voucher. <laughs> Me want to have what you serve, Cassis. We want the really rare fish. The ones where there's only like one left in the whole sea. And you know what? Because of this, Sluggy... (laughs) Make an intimidation check. I don't know why, but make an intimidation check. I want your rarest fish. Oh, five. You rolled a two there, champ, so... Oh, no, I added my maths to it, Sluggy Beer goes, Redbubble scum get what they want, and if you won't eat this... not, Not what they want... You said! I know, but I'm a slug! I'm you confused! Actually, no, 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 she is a little confused and she goes, Red Bubbles come get what they want and they know this. And you know what? I don't think you're even really Red Bubble customers. And that's enough for Valentine to get a chance to make a charisma save. So. Well, that's hot five from Valentine. <laughs> No, 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 they are. I, 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 oh, no, 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 because I... I are you sure? Because I think these people no, are saboteurs. No, Carsis himself, actually. He said, I'll oh, come to the dinner. You know, you got the best stories. And we love all your different voices that you do every hour. You know, come. And I said, no, mate, I've got to do the, I've got to do the red bubble <laughs> thing. And he said, all right. He didn't say it like that. He was like, oh, I can't do the voice. But he was like, all right, well, you do that. You can't do the voice Mi- uh-huh. of Carsis, a character that you play. Nah. I mean, Mi- I think we all know that. <laughs> Midway through this discussion, though, I think the clock strikes 12, does it not? Yeah, I was, I was oh. actually... I believe there's a new hour and perhaps a new voice. <laughs> and he's like... So, you know, I said I will look after Bom. the... Uh, uh, how you say, I will look after the... Um... <laughs> that's not a new voice, that's a new nationality. <laughs> I, um... Is this Sluggy? <laughs> no, this, no this, is is, Valentine. this is Valentine's new voice. No, is this Sluggy or Dave talking right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Dave? <laughs> Technically, a new nationality is also a new voice, and uh, I, uh, v- v- vice versa, maybe 
is, is a worse sentiment there. Okay, have a <laughs> Time has indeed passed and this train wreck is happening. However, other things are afoot as well because at that point I need the spry young halfling at the navigation console to make for me a perception check. Mm. Right. Mm. Sorry, what? perception? Investigation? No, perception. Perception. Perception check. Uh, that's a nine. Oh. Never mind. The conversation continues. <laughs> anyway, these guys are... Uh, Why don't uh, I get teppanyaki? We have to offer them you every can hospitality. Leave. You can leave the navigation Oh, console. yeah, I'm going to go down to the restaurant. Great. All right, nobody's looking outside. And I want to I wanna leave the restaurant so I run into Bobby in the hallway. Great. Yeah, wonderful. You do. Hey, hey. Bobby, I was just going to go and open the... The door on the ship, so that they can cu- walk right in. Oh yeah, you know they don't, they won't need to blow a, ho- a hole in the hull now. That's a great. Should we make a sign? Like well, uh, <laughs> no. like you need a we- lot of print that could be from you know how big can you write? We just put it. How many is it? Windows along the side? There, there are, are small any- portholes. It gives me no joy it, to report. Is there good? How many portholes? How many letters do we have? There's sixteen portholes on the side of the Rapture. Well, welcome is only. I don't want to do this. (laughs) I could be doing anything with my free time. Um, I want to go and open the hatch on the side of the... You walk towards the wall and it explodes. Oh. (laughs) Oh, really? Come on. (laughs) As you do, air whips around you. Quickly make a dexterity save for me to Uh avoid falling debris. Yeah, I get like a 13. 13. Okay, 13, you take half damage, which Aww. means that you, um, Baston, you take 11 points. Ow. No, half of that, you take 5 points of damage Ooh. as you stagger backwards and in the ripped hole on the side as Klaxons begin to wail on the rapture and as it lurches in the air, a figure in an oilskin still suit emerges through the crack in the hull. The figure has the visage of a snarling bat and it's riding a skimmer as you can see more of these figures starting to whip through the side of the ship. These can only be the howlers that you fought before. Welcome, friends. We have prepared. And you are sh- punched in the oh, face. Oh, <laughs> um, Bobby's, Bobby's right there, right? Yep. Uh, he yells out, Strad von Zarevich. Yeah, that's quicker and that takes less syllables. Baston unfortunately does get punched in the face. Oh. So, Baston, you take four points of damage. One of them is charging towards you and it hesitates as you say that. You have a second more. I put my hands above my head and say, we are. We stole the ship from Carsis. We are on your side. We are here to help. Then you just tell me one thing. And the figure rips off its mask, and you can see the face of Jerick Rim as he says, "Where have you heard the name Strad von Zarevich?" Uh, this will sound crazy, <laughs> but from time traveling. It sounds crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, All I can say is we knew you would be here. We have taken his ship. We have the claw of Chiron. We have no love for Cassus. We want to help you take him down. If we turn this ship around right now, we can make it back in time for dinner. All the nobles of... Castle's land, where he lives. All his bros. On a floating All island. All his pals. Seems like you have very specific knowledge about certain things. <laughs> <laughs> and not so much knowledge about very obvious High things. High Netheril is what it's called. New Islander. New Islander. 
Nope, nope. New Island R was from a different timeline. Oh. Well, what do you mean New Island R? There's only one Island R. Well, we're just proving you that we're time travelers because there's a lot of information. Shit, that checks out. <laughs> While he's saying this, two more howlers have disembarked. They pull their masks off and you can see the albino faces of the wild witchling creatures. What? Laroons, the Laroon siblings. As uh, they look at you, they, 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 this is, yeah, so you've called them the Laroons? We know you guys, we love you guys, we're big fans, we are here to help. Let's um, all go in and have some teppanyaki. <laughs> <laughs> Moira, Jarek, come on, let's go. I'm Bobby, this is Baston, you'll meet our friends, you'll have some teppanyaki, it'll be great. It's going to be great. We're going to take down an empire. Whee! <laughs> but before lunch? No, come on. Come on, on, let's eat. Now you listen to me. Is that, is that bloody sluggy beer right there? Yes, it yes. is. Is that the bloody, is that the bloody salt free experience? Yes, sluggy that's beer? what oh, you're talking. Tell you what, I'm not, I'm not made of stone. <laughs> <laughs> and they say that an army marches on its stomach. An army... <laughs> Flying in the air does much more than that as Jerick Rim, the Laroon siblings, and the Howlers, last known fighters against the tyranny of Netheril, who call themselves the Freeborn, finally take control of a ship they have set their eyes on for months now. Much has been risked. All could yet be sacrificed. The Great Jar Strahd himself climbs on board as the Laroon siblings and Jarek form a perimeter, his proudest soldiers behind him. As the wind whips his hair, the figure of the young warlord, Strad von Zarevich of the Balanox, takes in all of you. And after a whispered word to Jarek Rim, turns and says, Someone say anything about a free lunch? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Let's fucking do it! Tune in to the next episode of Dragon The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins, and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal Land in the Euronation. <laughs> Boy, doesn't that feel great to say. Catch you next time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. Some of us uh, have been working on something uh, uh, the, the past three weeks. Um, we've been making a, a musical uh, for television, and Dave Harmon has been directing the whole thing. Give a huge round of applause because he. Uh, he. Uh, I'm very surprised that he's still alive, but I do want to share with you some incredible, and you've got to remember that Dave went to NIDA to train specifically in directing, and this is the sort of stuff that you really only get from an accredited director. We were doing a very, very, very big shot. A lot of moving parts. We had a cast member from Hamilton in it uh, who uh, could only give us a day, and uh, a lot of extras, uh, a camera that was on a special rig that meant that it would destroy the camera operator if they held it for too long. And we did the take. It went for about a minute and a half. It was incredible. It was really, really great. And then Dave stood up in his little excited way 
uh, and wanted to say that was so good and also wanted to say that rocked. I wanted to say that's sick and that's so fun. And what he said was that sucked. (laughs) (laughs) But... And you just don't come back from that. You really don't. It's very hard to regain the trust of the crew and cast. But what I liked about it was the intonation. Like, you said it with a really excited voice. You weren't like, that sucked. You were like, that sucked! <laughs> I, I, I would actually argue that like 90% of it was that intonation, but I heard myself as I was doing it, so it was really more of like, guys, that sucked! <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, it was just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.